Okay, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. What's going on, Mike? The intern, Jay Stevens. It is another riveting edition of Dark Side of the Stream. You always catch me when I'm having my protein shake. Yeah, well, I I try to get him early while he's his freshest. But yes, Jay and I like to dive into some of the most incredible documentaries in Dark Side of the Stream, which you can always download as a podcast on our 104.7 The Cave app. And Jay picked this week's episode once again. Um, he's been on a run ever yeah, since. I've been Sas- on fire and fuego, you, you man. You dropped the ball on um, Wait, I did not drop any Sasquatch. balls. No, we, Sasquatch get... was their greatest episode it was, ever. It was awful. awful Sasquatch awful, was our awful, greatest episode awful, ever. Awful, awful, awful. By the way, I got a Sasquatch from my tree, a peaking Sasquatch. That's One of those, a, like. That's another episode. What are those, like, walking? Well, plastic thing. Yeah, oh, really? You, you bolt it to a tree, and he's looking around the tree. Yes. He's looking around the tree. Why does it keep on making sound even though we we're have trying it to get out the bugs here um, doing video and audio at the same time and I think we're going to get better as we go along so <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we get better we get better as we go along I'm still trying to figure out what's going on I know me too um so obviously uh today we are going to talk about the pick Jay had it was called Charles Manson the final words actually narrated by Rob Zombie. Yeah, that right. That's what made me click it right there. You're a California boy. What did yeah. you? How did you? Tell me your experience with Charles Manson. Uh, I just always heard the stories or whatever, and the ranch, you know, and all that. The movie Ranch, and uh, that was more like my mom's era because I was born in '69. So, so tell me about the movie. My mom could have got sucked into that that you world. Think, you, you know, think she could have been into. Uh, oh, she I, been I his would children. not have been surprised at all. Really, man. she was a little flower child. <laughs> the crazy thing about. The Manson story, and we're going to get into this, is that eh, I don't want to ruin it. My, I'll, I'll go my first, uh, I guess, knowledge of Charles Manson um, was Axl Rose. Um, you remember when he used to wear that Charlie Manson T-shirt? I do. And I, he wore t- several controversial shirts. Yeah, and at the time it was. Now that we know a lot more about that case and stuff, it's not so crazy that he actually wore a shirt because when I was a kid, I was like. Oh my God! Why? Why would you? Why would Glorify, you wear this? Dude? Yeah. He was just a, he was a serial killer. He, he was so evil. He killed all these people. Oh my God! Why? Why is Axl Rose like these people? Well, he, he didn't kill anybody. First he didn't, well, that, as far as we know, as as we he, know may he may have, been have there killed somebody. For one. Yeah, he may have killed a, a he gangster guy. May have been there guy. for one, which was actually a kind drug of admitted deal. to that one. Yeah, yeah he, a drug deal gone bad. Gone bad, and they he wanted was going to get killed, so he, he felt killed. like you first before me. Um, but yeah, but somehow he's in jail for, or was in jail for up until the end of his life for all these murders. The story of Charles Manson is actually a very sad one. And we will start that next dark side of the stream on 104.7, the cave Springfield's pure classic rock 104.7, the cave Mike, the intern Jay Stevens back in the studio talking Charles Manson on this week's episode of Dark Side of the Stream. I'm a little tanner this week. It doesn't look quite so bad on the camera. Let me ask you, what did you learn after watching this documentary about Charles Manson? Well, I kind of knew a lot about this. Basically, the documentary talks about here was the state's case against him and what they said he did. Mm -hmm. And here's the reality and the facts and probably what really happened. And he kind of got railroaded uh, by the by the prosecutor and stuff like that to say the least right um but there's another guy that's got a book out and which is also becoming a documentary i guess eventually that's uh he went really really deep into this and as far as like the government hand in hand like uh there was some lot of shady stuff with manson and the government and the police and he was part of the acid testing and 
So things are not as they seem. Usually when it comes to uh, that type of stuff, it is not as it seems. I actually, when I went west a couple years ago, we drove uh, old Route uh, 66 all the way to San Diego and back. Uh, There's a podcast to drop names. uh, Last podcast on the lift. They did a five-part series about the Charles Manson murder case and the family. And I felt like since we were driving through the desert, what a better Perfect time than to listen, listen to. to yeah, it. yeah. So that's where I got. I, I knew most of the stuff that they talked about in the uh, the final words, but I think it's important that a lot of people, more people, understand that yes, Charles Manson definitely did some uh, not so great things, um, and he was not a saint by any means, and he could have been involved in at least one murder, but that was not what he was convicted of. Um, you really got to start with the fact that this guy was institutionalized from the get-go. He was born without a name. His mom didn't even give him a name when he was born. Um, by the time he was an early boy, I think like 10 or 11, he had run away from home. Then he was institutionalized in boys' homes where he was sexually assaulted, molested, raped until he got older and started doing it himself to other boys. But as you know, Charles Manson's stature he was not a very big guy at all. He was a little dude. So, you know, the the term little man's disease, he definitely had a little bit of that. So he spent his time in and out of jail throughout the early, most of his developmental years. Then he gets released in the late 60s. And at the time when they released him, he didn't want to be released. He's like, what the hell am yeah, I supposed to do? This is the life I know. This is all I know is to be in yeah. prison. This yeah. is all I know. So they released this guy. Late 60s, and he goes to Haight-Ashbury in San Francisco. Where he got all these flower children, and all this, these chicks are just loving up on him. And he, he's some, like, he did get a lot of action, that dude. He's like, oh, my God. these chi- I mean, after being institutionalized for a long time, and you get out, and all these chicks are like, we want you, we want you. So they end up taking a group of them, and they go to a, a defunct movie ranch, and that's where the fun starts. And we'll get to that next Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. Springfield's Pure Classic Rock, 104.7 The Cave. Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens, back in the studio. It is Dark Side of the Stream. This one is a dark one, too. This one is a dark one. It's uh, Charles Manson, The Final Words, narrated by Rob Zombie. It's for free on YouTube. We didn't want you to have yeah, to pay for this YouTube. one. Yeah, free on YouTube. It's amazing. You should watch it if you're not familiar with the case. Um, bottom line is, uh, after we were talking about, you know, he takes these... Kids out to the mansion. They start taking lots of drugs, a lot of drugs, more specifically psychedelic drugs. It's a constant drug acid fueled party with a lot of sex involved. And they're basically having one of the girls sleep with the guy who owned that defunct movie set. Yeah, studio. Blind like a ranch. Dude, yeah, right. yeah. She's banging them so they can stay there. Well, eventually things start coming to a head, right? And at the time, Charles Manson was uh, familiar with this church called, it was like the sect. We talked about it in a previous episode, the uh, uh, the uh, Berkowitz killer. That yeah, they basically, yeah, Son of Sam he, one. Yeah, he knew about this religion that was kind of an offshoot of Scientology that basically said man is evil and we need to wipe him off the face of the earth. And so he took that idea and he was like, hey, you know what, guys, we should go out to the desert. Well, all these hippies are like, are you crazy? They want to start their own little you, world out you, there, you man. Want to, well, at first they didn't want to go. They were all against it. Manson mm. was the only one that yeah, wanted yeah, to no, go he out had there. The, he had the master plan. And he was like, okay, well, how do I keep banging these young girls and how do I keep them in on the thing? So he basically says, you know what? The end's coming. We're going to start a race war. That's how we're going to go to the desert. And so 
essentially told the uh, techs who was definitely involved in the majority of all the killings and was pretty much the one who did it all, um, goes out and they commit the murders and then it's game over. All Charles Manson wanted to do was to keep the party going. It just got out of hand. But then you look at from the state's perspective, how can you explain this former star football player text he goes into california he starts yeah, taking drugs yeah, and kills people. people these girls that were they were valedictorians they were cheerleaders how did they do what happened oh my god people go wrong all the time but in their minds the prosecutors had another plan and we'll get to that next dark side of the stream on 104.7 the cave 104.7 the cave is springfield's pure classic rock mike the intern jay stevens it's dark side of the stream and we are discussing charles manson the final words narrated by Rob Zombie and for free on for free YouTube. on YouTube. And it's, it has some really good insight into like the because they go side by side with the two cases. This is all the facts. Mm-hmm. This is the timeline. What happened? This is the state's case against Charles Manson. And it just it didn't didn't add up, you know, but it it, it kind of got through. It was like the pre or the proto satanic panic before the satanic panic of the 80s, where you would turn on daytime television. You'd watch Geraldo or Geraldo, whatever the hell dude's name is, talking about Satan worshipers. You watch Unsolved Mysteries. You talk about Satan worship. Good Everyone name was for worshiping. a band. You're Good listening name for a band. to Motley Crue. You're worshiping Satan. Well, before all that, Charles Manson was kind of the, the poster boy for this because the state and all the people around it couldn't explain how all these kids who used to be hippies just went insane and started killing people. Well, if you find out what Tex actually did to his mind um, and all the drugs that he took, which they definitely go into in uh, last podcast, it's insane amount. You can see why he would be clinically insane after all that stuff. And most of the girls that were with him also bad choices. They were taking a lot of LSD and a lot of other psychedelics that they shouldn't have been taken. And if you are already borderline schizophrenic or you borderline have some kind of uh, behavioral issues. It can crack that little switch. Boom. You're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. And bottom line is this. If you really look into the case of Charles Manson, they could not definitively prove that this man was responsible for any yeah, murder, let yeah, alone very weird. The, the Bianca murders or anything else. They could not prove that he was there. They wanted to prove that some, they, they wanted to prove that someone was behind all of this. And ultimately, they put a man behind bars for the rest of his life without having any any evidence whatsoever. It was all panic driven. It was Very all media driven. For sure. And it breaks your heart. I mean, not again. I I don't want to sit here and, and champion yeah, it Charles sound like Manson. Your buddies with Charlie. I'm not doing that at all. I already said that he's not a great guy. I already said that he's no saint but at all. The crimes he was charged for doesn't seem like no. it was the crimes he committed. And in this country, we've talked about this so many times, and this was probably one of the first, uh, not the first time, but one of the biggest ones, guilty until proven innocent. He knew the score. He knew when the media was there, and yeah. he, again, he played into it, too. It's not like he didn't play oh, off yeah, of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. But for a guy who wanted to go back to prison, and that's all he knew, that's exactly what he got. You know what I mean? And uh, it's it's a sad story. And he got fortune and fame. I'm mean, not about fortune, but he got fame. He got fame. fame. He Maybe got, got fame. money. He got I don't married. know, but, but he definitely got, got fame. Yeah, he got married. And the then, fame he wanted. Yeah. Uh, because he wanted to be a, a rock star. That's why he was working with the Beach Boys, you know, yeah. which was kind of, well, I think, how that... Some of those murders, what happened is because there was a bad deal going down on the music was, song. He wasn't yeah. getting money for a song. Got promised something, didn't get it. Yeah, that uh, whole story. Interesting Wilson, stuff. Yeah, yeah, the Wilson's the connection. The Wilson thing is crazy because also he was a singer-songwriter. And his music's not great, but it's not bad either. It's not horrible. 
um, by any means, but it was like the late 60s and he was still playing like Peter, Paul and Mary stuff, like early 60s folk rock stuff, which he thought was still kind of the thing, but definitely was not. So, uh, yeah, in my opinion, the Charles Manson thing is a huge miscarriage of justice. How many hits of acid how are many, you going to give? How many, how many hits, hits of acid, how, acid, how acid, acid do we give it? Uh, I'll give it a three just because it was, it, was, it was cool. It was nothing special. But three hits of acid? Yeah, three yeah hits of acid. I'd, I'd give it about three, three and a half. It was cool to hear Rob go. Zombie narrate the yeah, thing. Yeah, that was cool. It was an interesting um, take on it. I'm, I'm really curious for the next one that's going to come out off, based off this dude's book that that's, uh, just got... Even book more came out six months ago or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's it's he goes deep, 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 deep in the files and stuff and the case files and the timelines. And We're gonna have to dive back into it once we may it comes have out. To, once that one comes out. Well, it's my turn next for the next episode oh, of no. Dark Side Here's of the Stream. Where you have stuff a week. Goes downhill. You have a week to watch this baby, and it's gonna be called Black Holes: The Edge of All We Know, Ooh. which is gonna get very scientific. It's gonna get a little mathy. But Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't know if he's the he one who does this, it. Is he we'll running see. the show? But it's going to be a lot of information since we just kind of figured out, you know, or figuring out the stuff behind black holes. I figured I'd give us a little bit of a science lesson. As always, you can download these episodes of Dark Side of the Stream on our 104.7 The Cave podcast or online at 1047thecave.com. Keep watching uh, and learning, and we will see you next week. Dark Side of the Stream right here on 104.7 The Cave.